Welcome to Clit Talk, the pleasure positive podcast. We are creators, leaders, innovators, and teachers redefining the word clit because guess what? It's not a bad word. Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today. Yes. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk, talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow, bring your pussies to the show. This episode is brought to you by Let's Get Checked and For You Wellness. What is up, Clitorati? So in the last few weeks, we get real. We hope that sharing our trauma has moved your healing forward as well as we are all on the path to healing. So welcome. As you know, we're a bit hippy-dippy here in LA and love crystals. We want to learn how to put them in our pussy and heal her. Okay, Katie, serious, crystals are serious business to me. I don't know if you can see them in the back of my screen. I've got crystals all over my room. They're, it's it's they're sacred and important to me. I know you're. Crystal I don't partner. think it's I don't think it's hippy dippy. I think it's real. We 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 know Lindsay, <laughs> but does she have a crystal cock on her mantelpiece? That's the question. No, and that's the surprising thing is that she doesn't have that, but she's obsessed with crystals. Mm, we need to sort that out. But I've never stuck in one at my pussy, and I'm ready to do that. <laughs> Oh my God, I have one and I put it in my pussy and I almost broke my toilet once because I forgot it was in there. So I'm really excited to learn something because I have zero idea what I'm doing. So our amazing (laughs) guest today is a sex toy entrepreneur, stigma trailblazer and social media button pusher. You know, that's the kind of guest we bring on this show because we love them. She is the creator of Yoni Pleasure Palace, founder of the Women's Nude Yoga and one of Australia's leading sex and relationship coaches. She believes that getting naked both physically and non-physically is the key to self-acceptance, healing body image, and creating lasting relationships. Please welcome Rosie Reese. Welcome, Rosie. Thank you so much for having me. What an intro. (laughs) (laughs) I am just so happy to finally have another nudist on the podcast because (laughs) these girls are always making fun of me because I just want to be naked all the time. I'm surprised that more yoga studios don't have nude yoga as an option. It surprises me. I've heard of this and I'm like... I want to get on that. I love what you say though, too, about getting, you know, getting naked, both physically and non-physically, like mm, pointing to yeah. the getting naked and raw and real and vulnerable. That's so powerful. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's when we're sitting around in a circle and we're all half naked and we realize that actually sharing our truth and sharing our story is actually more scary than getting physically naked in a group of women. So Mm. both are equally Mm. terrifying, but so incredibly liberating when we do do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, So for our listeners that don't know the whole world of the Pussy Palace, like tell us a little bit about, I'm sorry, tell us a little bit about the Yoni Pleasure Palace. I just called it the Pussy Palace. (laughs) It's the Yoni Pleasure Palace. (laughs) Can you tell us a little yeah. bit about what you do? What what are you teaching? What are the products that you you've created? I, just so our listeners really have a, a, a grasp of um, what we're we're dealing with here today. Yeah, for sure. So back in 2012, 2013, I discovered the Jade Egg practice in a workshop in Bali. And I was on this sort of eat, pray, love journey. I just quit my corporate job. I went to India and became a yoga teacher, went to Bali. And I had this, I guess it's like a 
sexual, spiritual awakening. Um, we had, it's almost like new yoga. We're rolling this, this jade egg, this egg shaped stone all over our bodies. And it was really out of my comfort zone. Um, and then we, at the end of the workshop, we all put the egg inside our vagina. And all I remember is lying half naked in this workshop with 15 other women who I'd never met before, putting this egg inside my body. And I just had this, it felt like a rippling, like a wave of healing energy in my body. It was the first time I'd ever connected to my yoni. Yoni means uh, sacred temple, vagina, source of life in Indian Sanskrit. And it's the first, it was the first time I'd actually touched her, connected with her in a way that wasn't needing to get something from somebody else or give pleasure to a man. It was just this beautiful coming home to myself. And so I had this gorgeous jade egg inside my body and I just started feeling more. I went home, I came back to Australia and I, I kept using it really regularly, like every day for a few hours. And within a month, I was having these internal orgasms. I was having, I was squirting across the room with my partner. I didn't even believe in internal orgasms. And nobody else knew about yoni eggs. No one else knew about the jade egg in Australia. And I was like, this is, this is, I'm going to make this my mission to normalize the yoni, normalize the yoni egg practice. And literally that's what I did. I was working in a cafe at the time serving coffees. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to start this business. I don't care what anyone thinks of me. And at the time I was doing naked yoga as well in my backyard. So something else I was doing that was super empowering and teaching me to accept my body. And literally within the same month, I launched Yoni Pleasure Palace and I launched Naked Awakening or Nude Yoga Workshops. And they both just skyrocketed. I think because I was just so passionate about what I was doing and it was working for me. It was helping me on such a huge scale. And I just remember my, my higher self said to me, Rosie, this, you need to do this. You need to do this, not just for you, but for women on a larger scale. And so I just, I just did it. Wow, that's so inspirational. And I, I know that it it really it really took something. There were a lot of things that you had to overcome. We did some research on you, Rosie. <laughs> and Uh-oh. I know that there were there were a lot of things that you, t- you you touched on, like you were climbing the corporate ladder, but there were a lot of other things that you had to overcome in order to actually go from, you know, India to to saying like, I'm going to start this business. I think, you know, for any woman out there who is inspired right now to hear that might make a huge difference for them. Can you touch a little bit on that? Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess I did everything I thought I should do. So after finishing high school with really good grades, I went and got two degrees and then I I wasn't quite ready to get into, um, I wanted to become a journalist, a TV journalist and wasn't quite ready for that. So I went over to England and did the working holiday visa, backpacked, you know, saw the world. And then I just remember going, I need to get a corporate job. That for me, that's what success means. That's what my parents have always told me. So I ended up back in Sydney, Australia, working in this corporate job and things just got really bad bad in my life. Like I I started putting on a lot of weight. It it was definitely emotional weight. Um, I was drinking every single day, um, quite copious amounts of wine and smoking cigarettes and working super long hours. But the worst thing was I was in this really toxic relationship. I was just um, being emotionally manipulated and verbally abused daily. And I, my Mm. whole body, everything just, I became just a, a, just 
a skeleton of myself in a way, like just so suppressed. I couldn't speak. I was this little meek mouse. I just really went inside myself. And it wasn't until I vividly remember, I was like bawling my eyes out on the lounge room floor. My best friend said to me, she was like, Rosie, if you could do anything in your life and fear wasn't an issue, fear wasn't in, you know, in your way, what would you do? And I was like, I want to be a sex therapist. And never once had I ever acknowledged that I wanted to be a sex therapist. Wow. And I remember when I was like 10 years old, I used to read this um, column by Dr. Rosie King. So my name is Rosie King. My middle name is Reese. And I just knew I wanted to be it. But because I was brought up in such a strict Catholic upbringing, there was always these blocks. Like I never thought I could actually do anything in the realm of sexuality because of my, my Catholic upbringing. And yeah, in that moment, it was like once I had that little glimmer of this is what I want to do, this is what I want to help people with, and also help other women get out of abusive relationships as well. I that's when I quit my job. I left everything I knew, like, and I just had my eye on this vision. Like I knew what I wanted. Wow. That's I I can really relate to I've many of us have been in abusive relationships too. And to be able to be in the middle of that and to have what I call like a guided moment, like Oprah calls it an aha moment. I call it a guided moment. Like to be, that's like you were guided to like have this inspired thought that you had never had before. That's really, that's really amazing. Yeah. And you usually crumbled on the floor, on the bathroom floor, on the lounge room floor, and you're just a mess. And you're like, is this it? Honestly, is the, I know I have so much more to give the world. There is so much in me. And it was just that one question. If you've got to ask a friend anything, ask that one question. Because that one, if she didn't ask me that, there's no way I'd be sitting here right now. Hmm. I can so relate to that. Like just starting Clit Talk, coming from not enjoying sex to being like masturbation is a health conversation because I had never masturbated before. And then when I started after doing this podcast... Uh, my back, I had a chronic back issue and it started to get better. Fast forward to doing a hundred episodes and having a guest come back and having this aha moment, which was a guided moment of I had been working on a masturbation practice for so long that I had one that my body revealed to me this trauma that had been impacting my ability to be intimate with my husband of 12 years. And it completely has opened. It was like almost a relief to remember the trauma because it made everything make so much sense. So um, I, I was also raised Catholic. So starting this podcast was a big thing to overcome as well, talking mm. about sex openly and my intimate life. And it's um, it's amazing what opening up that way can can do for just an individual, but how you can contribute it to others and really build something impactful for the world. So oh, absolutely. I love what you're doing. It took a long time to let go of the Catholic guilt and really mm-hmm. step into my sexual power. It's amazing how how many years it really takes a hold on you. Like I just thought I was going to hell. I had sex before marriage and, you know, I've got to... That's the way it was. (laughs) I screwed it up. Yeah. Well, and that that really leads us to like for our listeners who who listen to us linearly, they, they know the last two episodes that we had just released were, you know, kind of a little bit heavier than our traditional episodes. Um, And I know that that's a huge part of what you do, Rosie, is um, you work with yoni eggs and crystal, I want to call them crystal dildos, but you call them crystal wands, which is way classier. Um, 
Uh, can you can you touch a little bit how I know that there's they're really powerful in healing some of these traumas. Is there anything that you can sort of touch on? Um, are there any, like, how do you know how to pick the right crystal for like specific kinds of trauma? Like how do these benefit in that specific area for people? Yeah. Well, I guess, first of all, I, I think we all hold trauma in our womb space, in our yoni, and trauma can mm. kind of be split up into soft trauma or hard trauma. And I think a lot of us, have had soft, like maybe not the hard trauma, which is abuse or rape or something quite violent. But for me, you know, I've never had that, but I've had a lot of soft traumas along the way in my life where, yeah, I was really drunk and I woke up to somebody having sex with me and that's not okay. But I didn't say anything at the time because I didn't have a voice. I didn't have my yoni. And I always talk about this in in the work that I do is connecting our yoni to our throat and our throat to our yoni because our yoni needs a voice. And often because, I mean, you know, from, from your throat to your head through to your mind is a really short distance from the throat to the heart. Again, it's quite short, but throat to the yoni, Mm. like it is really hard to be able to express your yoni's needs and wants and fears and desires and boundaries. And this is what I'm so passionate about getting women, even just adult women, because we're not taught as young girls how to communicate what we need. And for me, when I started using a simple little yoni egg or a crystal wand, it that just helped me tap into her voice. Like, yes, I like this. No, I don't like this. This egg is too big for me, or this, you know, this the way this person is penetrating me is not okay. Like, it just I just started to connect to her in a way that I hadn't before. Um, and I think when we're using a crystal as well, I mean, it's it has its own energy. Um, when I started to use the egg, I didn't want to pick up my vibrator ever again. And I haven't, so it's been seven years since I've used a vibrator. Wow. And I used to use vibrators very consistently. Um, I was quite, I don't want to say addicted, but um, I had a reliance on vibrators to give me that quick orgasm. And when I started using the jade egg, I didn't want, it's like my body was like, actually, I really want to have a different kind of orgasm. I know how to have those quick, what I call genital sneezes, those short, sharp, powerful orgasms, but I wanted to start feeling more internally, you know, penetrated and, and, um, yeah, letting, there was like this healing process I wanted to do. And that's when I started to design toys that were made of crystal. Wow. Um, and if you do, if you know that you've got trauma and I used black obsidian is honestly the best crystal for releasing trauma. I have you, I used black obsidian for like two years. I didn't go near rose quartz. I didn't go near jade. It was like black obsidian is known, it's a volcanic rock. So it's known to really pull out and release. Um, I don't want to say the T word trauma, but it's like that, that kind of energy from your body. And it, it does work. I, you know, it's, it's a powerful stone to work with on that level. Wow. I know what I'm getting Katie for her birthday. I know. I was like, well, I'm pulled towards the rocket XXL. <laughs> you're looking out your door. But I'll go for the black. So after all the trauma healing, that's when I was like, okay, now we need some big glass dildos because this girl's the size queen here. Yes. <laughs> yes. You have you have yeah. something called the G-Spot Awakening Kit and the Sacred Squirter. I'm like, I want to be a fucking sacred squirter. I need to like go and buy this right now from her store. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, well, that's, that's when I started squirting. And then all these women were like, how do I squirt? And I was like, well, you need to do this. And I was trying to educate women how to do it with their fingers. And it's hard to reach sometimes. And, and so I created this toy that's really curved and bumpy and kind of has a hook handle. And you, you know, I've got a whole video on how to stimulate, um, the G spot enough to engorge it. So you do squirt because it's a, it's nice to be able to have different kinds of orgasms. Like apparently there's about 76 different kinds of orgasms a woman can have. Um, but I tend to focus on the, obviously the clit, um, and the G spot and the cervix and awakening those erogenous zones. So Lindsay, so Lindsay, my birthday is coming up and the black obsidian cock pre-order expect this catch. All right. I got the message. Okay. I know what to get you for your birthday. I feel like that like meets my needs in the middle. <laughs> she's like, I want she's choice. like, I want to squirt and heal my trauma. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which is actually and you can. perfect for Katie because she's like, I'm a multitasker. I like to take action. I'm gonna do it both at the same time. <laughs> Let's Literally. just get it done. Okay, I got the memo. I know what I'm getting you. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm off my soapbox. Wait, but I'm I'm also curious. Okay, so I really relate to what you're saying about. So we just did an episode. You just said there's 76 different kinds of orgasms, which my brain just short-circuited and I really want to research that. We just found out that there's five different types of clits, right? So there's small, medium, large. There's small, hooded, and unhooded, medium, hooded, and unhooded. So I'm small and hooded. So coming for me has been so difficult. And like, I really relate to what you're saying, being reliant on... Vib- a vibrator. Like usually when I have, se- like it's either oral sex for me or he's doing me mm. from behind and I've got a little bullet on my clit, which is, it's a go-to for me. But I'm curious, how do you do clitoral stuff with the crystals? Like, how does that work? Well, actually a lot of women have said they like to use the sacred squirter because it has two, it has a groove in the middle oh. and it kind of looks like a tongue. It's shaped like a tongue and you can actually massage the clit because obviously you guys know how the clit's got these legs and these bulbs. Um, you can kind of massage the whole clit with this um, sacred squirter toy. But to be honest, the way I, so I teach a self-pleasure practice in my Golden Yoni membership club and it's literally sitting in front of a mirror and leaning back on something. So you have lots of support, opening up your leg, like putting some towels down, opening up your legs and just like fully massaging the whole vulva, the clit, not just the, the, the pearl of the clitoris, but the legs and the bulbs and, and just like giving your vulva so much love and attention and massage to the point, and then like you can rest the crystal dildo at the entrance of your yoni and kind of do little circles. You can even do this with a yoni egg if you want. That's how I discovered, you know, self pleasure with my egg as well, because mm-hmm. it feels quite nice to let the egg come inside you and gently guide it in and then pull on the string because it's got a little string that you can attach to it mm-hmm. and pull it back to the entrance. And for me, that's the first time I, I learned how to squirt was actually using this egg rather than using something sort of long and phallic. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, once you've done a lot of clitoral stimulation and vulva stimulation, putting a beautiful warm, you can warm it up under some warm running, running water, put some lubricant on it, gently sliding that inside your vagina. Like I clitorally orgasm like straight away. It's, and I used to need to have that vibrator on my clit for about five, 10 minutes to even 
start to feel something. Like it was, I felt like I kind of desensitized myself, but now I can have these clitoral, internal, G-spot, whatever, orgasms without having any vibration on there at all. Shit, I want to try that. That sounds awesome. (laughs) Oh my God. Just lean back, mirror in front of you, be your own porn star, you know, really gazing at your own body and um, witnessing yourself, I think is really powerful. Yeah, yeah. Letting yourself be turned uh, on by you. Know, you know, it's so funny. I was actually, I was texting For with sure. Eve. Um, she was the original cast member and she was asking me, you know, what is self? She's like, what do you need more of? And I was like, I need more self-care. She asked me, what does it look like for you? And I said all these other things. And I'm like, what you're describing to me is like, I need to make, especially being a host of this show. It's like, what am I doing? Not making time to be a porn star in front of a mirror with a crystal. It's like my dream come true, right? <laughs> Well, that is what I do is like sit in front of a mirror. You got to watch yourself and put on like, I like Usher (laughs) and Foria Wellness and a couple toys. She's got her things. Hey there, Clitorati. It's Katie. So you all know I'm a nurse and Clit Talk for me is a health conversation. I really want to take a minute to share a product with you that has made a huge difference in my life. Foria Wellness Awaken CBD Lubricant. Remember that. I use it multiple times per week, and this is coming from the woman who never used to masturbate. Not only has it enhanced my new masturbation lifestyle, it's eased the pain I used to have during sex, and my husband is super happy because our bedroom play is so much more fun. So, I personally reached out to Foria Wellness to see if they would partner with Clit Talk, and they were an overwhelming yes. So now, you can get a discount on their fabulous products by going to our brand new pleasure store at clittalkshow.com. All their products are there. And if you're interested in trying them out for yourself, use the discount code CLITTALK10 for 10% off your purchase. I can't recommend them enough. So do yourself a favor and get your pussy high. So I'm I'm actually really also curious. There's a lot of other benefits and things that you could do with crystals that really piqued my interest. Pelvic floor health, um, really healing the womb, edging. Um, like those are some things that I think we've we've touched on, but not... In, in the use of crystals. Can you touch on like the other benefits of crystals and maybe touch on some of those benefits as well? Well, in that self-pleasure practice that I was describing, that's kind of what I'm doing. So rather than going in for a quick, you know, using a vibrator five minutes in, and you're done, and it's kind of a release of energy and it feels good, um, but actually learning to edge yourself. So you don't need to have your orgasm really quickly. You don't need to be quiet. I think there's so many things that we you know, growing up when we, if we wanted to masturbate as a young girl or a teenager, we had to be quiet. No one, we didn't want anyone to know. It had to be quick and over and done with really, you know, um, swiftly. And I think just being able to sit in front of the mirror and massage your whole body and edge yourself. So you don't, it's almost like you don't want to cut, you want to edge yourself about four or five times, um, before you let yourself have the orgasm because what it does, it starts to build up blood flow. It starts to build up more sexual energy in your body, particularly if you're breathing and making a lot of sound, like getting really comfortable with making sound on your own. Like I am, I used to be so uncomfortable. I used to be so silent. Like I would just almost swallow any sound because I didn't want anyone to know in the house that I was masturbating. Mm. And so I think actually relearning to breathe deeply. Often when we're having an orgasm, we stop breathing. We like... (gasps) and tense everything up. It's like this really contracting orgasm. Again, they feel really good. But if you want to have those internal orgasms, it's like rolling your shoulders back, opening your heart space, breathing all the way up into your heart, up through your body, moving that sexual energy and making sounds. And it doesn't have to be sexy 
orgasmic sounds it can be like really like moaning and groaning and that's you know that's part of releasing the trauma out of your body because we do store store it in different spaces and in particular the womb space because it's this if you think about it it's an empty space inside your body and often we kind of suppress or push down emotions that we don't want to feel and they kind of get stored in the womb space and so by doing a really beautiful practice for me anyway and for a lot of women that I coach it's like actually starting to use your breath sound and movement through self-pleasure as a self-care practice, mm. as a self-love practice. So that's, that's, that's oh, amazing. Wow. Just, just for our listeners really quickly, can you, can you, for anyone who's never heard of edging, would you mind sort of educating us on exactly what that is? So it's almost getting yourself to orgasm and then maybe taking your hands off and then letting letting the heart rate come back down, letting your, you know, obviously you'll be quite engorged in your vulva and your vagina. So it's kind of like getting yourself to the point where you're just about to orgasm and then taking a deep breath, maybe taking your hands off for a little bit, moving the energy, rippling your spine and then coming back and starting to touch yourself again. So it's kind of just getting to the point where you, ooh, you're close and then easing and my, off. And you don't want to do it too many times. You might get blue balls if you try to do it too many done times. Done. Oh, fuck is that a yeah, thing a for thing. women? I have tried to yeah. itch and then like numbed myself out, mm-hmm. and it's so fucking frustrating. But I, but <laughs> but if you learn to do it correctly, edging can make your orgasm that much more profound, in my experience. But you can also give yourself blue balls. It's true, <laughs> or blue, or blue. <laughs> that that is a fine blue, line. Just do blue, 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 blue tops. Uh, blue clitoris. I don't know. <laughs> The clip ball? <laughs> the clip kind of has a ball, you know. Oh my god! We <laughs> What I what I notice when I'm uh, when I'm having sex, I I I love to hear my sounds and what comes out. It's such an indication to me of where I'm at in that moment. So when I'm in a, I would say like the context is just it's just more raw and less uh, like maybe less staged. I don't want to say staged, but Let's just use like those two spheres for a second. Like when I'm just like raw, primal, female lioness, then the sounds I make are so, well, they're just natural, first of all, versus when I'm in a different setting, there could be a lot of factors depending on what kind of setting sexually I'm in, or also um, the place emotionally I'm in that my sounds may just be like really soft and like maybe what you would associate more with porn. And I can hear like a distinct and sound and, and it, I'm not one who has ever faked an orgasm or done that with my mouth, but I believe from like watching porn growing up that subconsciously that's ingrained as like an automatic response that can be shifted to a, like a different response of like maybe a, a more of a primal release. And so on my sexual awakening during Clit Talk for the last three years, what I've noticed is the majority of times I have sex now it's like nine times out of 10, the sounds I make, it sounds like more animalistic. Mm. It's, it's the opposite of what I heard. And at first it was hard to understand a little. I was like, is this okay? Is this sexy? But when I stopped caring, I think my partner also noticed how much deeper my orgasms were and how much more pleasure was there and how much more healing. Sometimes there'd be like tears or, right? It, it became like, it was never even a conversation I had to have about my sex noises with my partners, with my partner. <laughs> I do sometimes have partners, but <laughs> we're talking about my husband right now. So when you were saying that, I was just relating to, I always feel better. 
I feel alive when I'm roaring like a lioness versus like ooing and aahing, like without even realizing that maybe I was doing that before. So you just gave me access to connect to like sound in a way as like it's an indication. And I hope our listeners are getting this like an indication for yourself. Nothing to say like bad or wrong or judge, but to notice and be aware of, am I breathing? Right. Mm. And how is that sounding? And how is that feeling? Uh, so I, I hope that that opens something up. And I just, I, I also want to say thank you so much for uh, what you're doing in the world as an entrepreneur is so fucking inspiring. Um, you know, just not to just be an influencer, but to, to be a savvy businesswoman uh, in the sex space is, um, I think, you know, here at Clit Talk, we would love to be making a difference on that level in this conversation as well. So you're an inspiration here at this crew. And also um, just hats off to you for being a boss babe and being somebody who's really taken that full throttle. You know what I mean? So you're not just a coach. You don't just have affiliate products. You fucking invented the, you know, for example, this sacred quarter, which I'm going to order <laughs> Me tomorrow. Me too. But I think we're all yeah, ordering I'm you know, order that. that we've so I really, about it. <laughs> we all are. Yeah, yeah. I really wanted to bring, make sure I bring education. I didn't want to just spam products. It, like, it's great. Anyone can use the products, but I, I'm really passionate about um, teaching women how, how to, how to use these products, how to have orgasms, how to connect with their partner, how to make sound. Like this is stuff we have not been taught. Our pets, not like our mother sat us mm. down and said, here, this is the clit and this feels really good and make this sound. Like we don't have elders anymore really passing down this information. And it's, it's, I just feel like my, this, my sole purpose is to help women become more orgasmic, claim their sexuality as their birthright. And little things like just make, like making sure that if you want to make sound, make sure it's authentic. It doesn't have to mm. sound sexy. I, I sound like these days, cause I'm, I'm with a, a female partner now and I don't know if it's just being with a woman or if I feel more comfortable being with her sexually, but my, the sounds that I make when I orgasm with her she, I mean, she, sometimes she doesn't even know if I'm in pleasure or pain. Like it's just such a natural, yeah, prime, prime audial yeah. sound that just yeah, yeah reverberates in my body, and like it's this vibration of my womb, and it's like, and sometimes it's just so intense that I start crying. She and she's never mm. judged me for that. It's just she just holds me, and uh, it's like just being okay. Like it's like we, we're used to so like trying to perform or you know, be sexy for the other person. It's like actually yeah. just really being in what is present for you is so important. And, and only be with a partner who holds that space yeah, for you. Yeah, I want to say that's beautiful, but the truth is like, that's so hot. <laughs> Super hot. <laughs> like the appropriate thing is be like, oh, that's really beautiful. But I'm that's like, like, that's so hot, hot to be with a partner that you can just fucking make whatever yeah. sound you want to make and they're like, I think I'm doing the right thing. I don't know if she's in pain or pleasure, but we're just going to do this until she tells me. Like, that's, that is so going. fucking yeah. amazing. I love that. Love that. Yeah. And it's a deep level of trust. So yeah. I, I have a question for, um, for our listeners who have experienced losing their libido and they want to get it back. Do you have any advice or exercises or any of your toys specifically tailored for that? Or yeah. what would you say? 
I always feel like, and in the study and research and kind of trainings that I've done, I really feel like your libido is is communicating something to you. It's your low libido is your yoni's way of saying, hey, something's not quite right in my life. Like, cause she's sad. If you think about it on an energetic level, low libido is your yoni's feeling a bit depressed, maybe, or a bit sad, a bit disconnected. Maybe she's got anxiety. It, like really, like I talk to my yoni. Um, I don't even need to talk to my yoni so much anymore. She just sort of communicates to me what's going on. But low libido is definitely a little sign or a hint that something is going on on a deeper level. And she has, just like our head has wisdom, just like our heart has wisdom, our gut, our yoni has wisdom. That's that pussy wisdom. And she speaks to you when you ask her, like a lot of the time in my coaching sessions, I'll get women to just cup their yoni and ask their yoni how she is today. And I mean, sometimes they laugh. They're like, are you kidding me? Like, why am I doing this? But then other times they're like, whoa, I've never asked her that. And then she'll just come out. She'll be like, I'm pissed off at you. Or I feel neglected. Or I feel really fucking annoyed that you let this happen. Or like, she'll just have this voice. And so low libido... (laughs) I mean, on a on a physical level, I would always encourage women to use a yoni egg. A yoni egg to awaken energy in that space. Um, I guess when it's like a, if you think about a, a going to the gym and lifting a dumbbell, it strengthens your bicep and increases blood flow. The the weight on a physical level, that's what a yoni egg does. It's putting a weight resistance inside the vagina, um, so it'll start to be more dexterous. It'll be more toned and healthy, which is only a good thing. Um, but what women don't really realize is when they start to wear the egg really regularly, they start to feel more aroused regularly. Um, they start to feel wetter, more lubricated naturally, particularly women who wear it to bed. So if you put your egg in and it falls out, which is really common, like some, we all, sometimes we all have a weak pelvic floor at different times, um, in our cycle, different ages, um, that kind of thing. Um, but if you, if you wear it during the nighttime to just having it in, you're lying down. A lot of women, I've even had women wake up having an orgasm at like 3am in the morning or waking up and being dripping wet. Sign me up! Just from having this weight <laughs> well, stimulus inside your body. Just like, you know, if you think about it, it's like kind of just this little egg is, is kind of jostling around inside there and stimulating more blood flow, stimulating more muscle tone and, and nerve endings. And so, of course, you're going to start to feel more juicy down there. Uh, Sign me up. <laughs> so the other night, um, my husband was going down on me. I have an amethyst yoni. Oh, beautiful. So I had my amethyst yoni and he was going down on me and I like, orgasmed into a bliss. And then, I don't know, the next day I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I like, <laughs> I could feel her inside me. And I guess I had like passed out with it and fallen asleep. And that was the first time I ever slept with my yoni egg. And it was by accident. But it's interesting to hear the intentional you know, intentionally using it as part of like a sleep ritual. Yeah. Um, and then there's like no excuse for any of us because it's like you're literally sleeping. How to like how to lazily you don't just have to do awaken anything. your pussy, just shove it in before you go to sleep. <laughs> and then you're good to go. This is, but just remember like you go to the toilet. There. It is just I call it the and you forget that you've got your yoni egg in. I call it the plop of doom because it's like you forget you've got your egg in and it drops into the toilet <laughs> seat and it's so loud. almost break. <laughs> yeah, that did. At her parents' house. That literally <laughs> happened to me. <laughs> At my parents' house. Yeah, and there's a point of no return I where the egg is coming out and you can't stop it. And then so, 
So moral of the story, kids, don't forget, if you go to sleep with <laughs> your like, own egg, leave a little note next to your bedside stand so you don't forget it's in there and have to fish in your toilet to get it out. Oh my God, it is seriously like... And if you are, if you do have a really low libido, set the intention to help the egg arouse you more. Like really, egg uh, crystals hold energy. So whatever energy you give it, even if it's just holding on your heart for literally 10 seconds and saying, I really want to feel more aroused um, with my partner. I really want to, you know, have deeper orgasms and then putting the egg inside you, you know, where energy goes, where attention goes, energy flows. So putting that in your body, you will definitely start to feel mm-hmm. more juicy and aroused. It was interesting 100%. because I went to your website and you have this beautiful free download. Um, if anyone wants to, what's your website, by the way, we're going to say it at the end of the episode, but what's your website again, just for our listeners? yoni So if you go to her website, yonipleasurepalace.com, she has this incredible free download to help you decide which yoni, like which type of crystal is best for you. And you give all the different things. And I was, it, I was surprised actually. I thought normally I'm, you know, attracted to rose quartz and everything, but I was really attracted to um, like the adventuring one. Which one is that? Like the jade Ooh. one? The yeah. green adventurine is really good for new starts, yeah. new beginnings, and it's good. Lo- it's a good luck yeah. stone. Yeah, yeah but gorgeous. if anybody wants to, if anyone's like, what kind of crystal should I download? She has a beautiful free, like totally for free that she just gives to people on her website. There's one more thing that I want to touch on because we do have plenty of male listeners on our show. And um, I was so pleased to see. Yeah, that's true. Many men are benefiting from our show. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I know Sugar is going to be so pleased to hear that you have a His Kit Prostate Play Kit on your website. All for prostate play for men and healing that area, which I know Sugar is a huge advocate of with men. Yes, yes, we do. I couldn't leave men out. And in fact, we have a lot more male customers now than ever. And when I first started Yoni Pleasure Palace, it was only for Yonis really. And it's I just, re- I had a few men reach out to me about five years ago and they're like, um, you know, excuse me, can we have some? And so basically men can use virtually mm-hmm. all the products on my website, except for eggs. Mm-hmm. Anything used in- internally, anally needs to have either a flared base um, or, you know, a handle on it. So you can kind of maneuver it in and out, but definitely no eggs for men. Um, but the prostate kit, the, his kit is, it has the Medusa wand, which has like a really good hooked end. And it also has like three little bulbous, um, and tip as well. So for reaching the prostate, it's handy to have like a hooked, um, glass wand. Glass is so hygienic. It's body safe. It's, you know, it's, you can clean it with boiling hot water. You can put it in the dishwasher if you wanted to, like, it's really handy to use glass for anything anal. Um, but getting men to really connect to that space is so powerful. Men have had this kind of this shame around touching that area. All of my boyfriends have always had, um, shame. They never wanted me to go there. Like, Oh, that means I'm gay. But I think it's like, I'm so glad that, I mean, we need to just say to men, like the G spot is inside the arts. Like it's the prostate and massaging it is actually really good for your health. They say that you should massage the prostate every four months. So with either, either with a finger or using one of our wands, massaging it and, you know, stimulating it can help to prevent things like prostate cancer and um, you know, other diseases in that part of That's the body. That's amazing. And it's super hot. 
And it's really hot. A blowjob with a prostate massage is like, I don't know, it gives me something else to do that's not just sucking a dick. So like... I just love like hashtag men, your G-spots in your ass. Like, oh my God. No shame. <laughs> just discover it and, you know, get your partner to explore that part, that erogenous yeah, zone. Totally. You will like it. Well, I mean, we at Clit Talker, we have been looking for a really, a, a, a great person to partner with, with Crystal Toys and everything. And we're so happy that we found you. And we're so excited to announce, like, we're going to be partnering with you and featuring your um, toys on our website. And um, anybody who's interested in any of the toys we mentioned, you can go over to our pleasure store and check it out. Um, we really wanted somebody who had the education and the um, the true intention that you have. We've been looking for the perfect person. So when we found you, we were really, really excited. Um, and so just for our listeners, where can people find you? How can they connect to you? What are the different... I know that you do one-on-one coaching. You have um, a store, you have online courses, where can people connect to you um, on social media and through your website? And what are some of the things that they can connect to you about? So you can follow me on two of my accounts. Um, Yoni underscore pleasure underscore palace is Yoni Pleasure Palace Instagram. Um, and then my Rosie Reese is Rosie dot Reese, R-E-E-S. Um, Yeah. So they're my two Instagrams that I'm very, very vocal on. But if you really want a lot of my one-on-one, like my membership group, it's a Facebook group called The Golden Yoni. Um, I remember a partner told me once that I had a golden Yoni and I just was like, one day I'm going to make something of this. Because I always, I have a really unsymmetrical vulva. And I remember, you know, someone kind of commenting about that when I was younger and one of my first partners and I was really offended. I thought, I have to go get labiaplasty. And then I had a boyfriend say, we're against that. Yeah, that's what I mean. And then, (laughs) yes, so am I. Um, But it was that this one partner that said to me, no, Rosie, you have the golden Yoni. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take what this guy said rather than what that idiot said when I was younger. So I want every woman to know that they have the golden yoni. They do, and you don't need to change it or fix it. It is perfect. And in this membership, it's only $7.50 a week. You can start whenever, you can leave whenever. And it's like, I just give content in this group, two workshops a week. So a follow along jade egg practice um, and a workshop topic. So I'm going to sign up today. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. You know, Rosie, just thank you so much. You know, Rosie's all the way in Australia. We're in Los Angeles. And I'm just so grateful for technology for us to be able to connect and see each other on the video. And you are just such a force. And and your your truth is so obvious that like you're really just here on earth to make a difference. And that's why we definitely wanted to have you on the show. And I'm so inspired by your story. I've I've gotten so much out of this episode. And, you know, I really am actually like reconsidering the way I have my my personal pleasure practice. And I hope that our listeners are too. And, you know, I, it's, it's interesting. I've always loved crystals, but never put Mm. them in my pussy, but I'm ready to now. (laughs) Um, but yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I'm so humbled, so honored. And I can't wait to share this with everyone I know. You're just a dear. And I know other oh, listeners can't see her. So She's amazing having beautiful you. as well, inside and out. And just thank you for being here today. Thank you, beautiful women. Thank you so much. All right. And on that, Clitorati, we will see you next Tuesday. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Clit Talk. Be sure to visit clittalkshow.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. 
Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Clit Talk Show for your clit fix in between episodes.